0: Hi everybody, Cheryl Ackeson here. Welcome to another edition of the Cheryl Ackeson podcast. Today we're going to look at fallout from the Supreme Court decision returning questions of abortion to each individual state. President Biden has said there's not much he can do. We'll speak to a pro-choice advocate who disagrees and says there's a lot President Biden can and should do now. With the Supreme Court decision returning abortion and policies and decisions about abortion to the states, there's so much that could be said about it. Certainly there are many who believe the federal government should codify abortion and the right of abortion, at least in the early months. There are those who argue rightly that abortion isn't mentioned in the Constitution and therefore the discussion of rights and policies on that topic are reserved for the states. Also. I have pro-choice friends who don't typically want government intervention, and so they actually agree with the decision of the federal government to stay out of this issue, even as these same people think that every state should legalize abortion or make sure it stays legal. And of course, there are those who firmly believe abortion, at least at certain stages, and some who believe at every stage, is taking a life. And I know there are those whose views have shifted as we know more about the pre-birth period and the survivability of babies born premature. That has increased, of course, over the years. Even babies born very, very early sometimes survive. Well, it's complicated. I'm not taking a position on the abortion debate. Who cares what I think? I'm just trying to bring some information to light, maybe something that you're not hearing a lot about. And certainly you can find many facets of this debate the things that I've touched upon, if you search for it online, watch TV, or read publications. But today I'm going to talk to a pro-choice and public health advocate who differs with President Biden on what can be done at the federal level to try to dial back on what the Supreme Court has done in returning decisions to the states. Larry Gostin is a professor of global health at Georgetown University. He's also director of the World Health Organization's Center on Global Health Law. He speaks to these issues, and right after a short break, he's going to tell us what he thinks President Biden can and should do now. And he'll answer my questions about, well, what about those who truly believe that abortion is murder? Back in a moment. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. It's never been more important to support truly independent journalism. Go to Cheryl and click the store tab for a great way to do that. We just designed some thought-provoking beach towels for summer you'll love to show off and make a statement with at the beach or the pool, or hang them in your guest bathroom. They feature catchphrases like, I tested positive for critical thinking, and do your own research, make up your own mind, think for yourself. Proceeds support independent journalism causes like the Ion Awards for off-narrative accurate reporting. Visit CherylAckeson.com and click the Store tab. Here now is Lawrence Goston, Larry Goston, Professor of Global Health Law at Georgetown University, and also director of the World Health Organization's Center on Global Health Law. Um, And I think that um,
1: President Biden has a number of very clear and in some ways compelling options. And he doesn't need Congress for this because there's no way that that Congress is going to um, abide by his um, requests for any kind of relief for abortion. Um, So what he needs to do is use his federal agencies. He can do three things. The lowest hanging fruit, um, and something he should have done a long time ago, um, is charge the CDC and the Surgeon General to come out with a major um, CDC Surgeon General joint report on the public health harms to the physical and mental health um, of women. both from abortion, from, uh, uh, from lack of access to miscarriage um, management, um, and even uh, risks to the newborn um, because if a woman uh, is afraid to be prosecuted, she might keep her pregnancy quiet, decide in the end to bring it to term or be forced to, and she won't be um, going to her, her uh, prenatal care visits. And so these are enormous physical and mental harms, including possible deaths for women. That's the first thing. Um,
0: Let me, um, before you go on to the mm-hmm. other things, I thought President Biden indicated or implied he didn't think there was really much he could do. So these are steps you're saying, contrary to what he may have said, you think he can do.
1: These are steps contrary. I think he's President, I know President Biden, um, from from my work with him in in, in cancer research, um, and he's he's a decent, caring, smart person. I, I know from my discussions at the White House that he that he that despite his religious um, beliefs, he is committed um, to trying to expand access to abortion rights. Um, but he's gun shy. Um, he he, lo- he loses uh, in Congress. Um, everything he tries to do through the his executive powers he gets legally challenged um, for example every single thing that he tried to do with covid was either struck down or significantly delayed by the courts so he is gun shy but these are things that he absolutely can do
0: and continue on so next And time. you know
1: and so I the first thing of course is uh, surgeon general report which um, will have no legal or political consequences, only upside, and I don't know why he hasn't done it. The second thing is is that the new abortion uh, wars are gonna be fought over abortion medication. Um, right now, the majority of women who have abortions use um, uh, drugs um, to uh, terminate their pregnancy. Um, that's going to skyrocket, um, particularly in red states now that um, don't allow abortion um, and so what the FDA should do is assert its um, superiority um, it's found through scientific evidence that um, these drugs are safe and effective specifically approved for the use of abortion and states can't don't get to pick and choose which FDA approved drug that they will and won't allow just think of they decided that they weren't going to allow a cancer drug um, or they were going to ban uh, something for, for heart disease or diabetes, um, we'd be outraged. And so I think that um, the FDA should assert that uh, a preemption and the Justice Department should immediately challenge any state that restricts access to abortion medication or restricts a woman from traveling to another state Um, to gain um, abortion services.
0: Um, Is there something to be said for the notion that if most abortions today are performed through medicine that women get in the mail and even more will be done that way, which typically I think means early in the pregnancy, isn't that potentially a positive and doesn't that say there would be less impact than maybe all the hullabaloo says there will be if most abortions are done through medication?
1: I think that's a a legitimate point. Um, We're not where we were when Roe and Casey were, uh, uh, rulings came out from the Supreme Court, um, you know, 50 years ago, nearly, in the case of Roe. Um, We now do have these safe and effective means for abortion. Um, But uh, these uh, drugs need to be managed medically. Um, there will be um, physical um, and side effects uh, for many women. And then there's some um, where uh, it's just not um, uh, it's too too late in the pregnancy to do it. Um, and so those women may self-manage their abortion. And so while we're not going to see the same level of, you know backroom uh, uh, clandestine, uh, abortions by women and, you know, that get botched and, 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 and they die or become gravely ill. The, make no mistake, there will be women who die and have irreversible medical consequences um, because of the Roe decision.
0: And then last question on this topic to visit a bit of the other side. If there are people who legitimately believe this is taking a life then the balance of women's health and all of the things that are being argued by the other side—it's a totally different argument. What is your comment to that?
1: You know, I I understand um, that there are there are genuine um, feelings on both sides, um, and I think that Roe and Casey had a generally reasonable balance um, that where a woman could. Have access to abortion in early term in her pregnancy, um, but not in later term. And the vast majority of Americans, even those who um, do believe in the right to life, do believe that under certain circumstances a woman should have the right to choose. Um, And that certainly means early in her pregnancy. It certainly means if she was subject to rape or incest. And I think it's clearly means if the woman's life or even her health are at risk, I think that's where the middle ground in America should be, um, but it isn't. I think the Supreme Court by um, a a, a six to three majority, I know Roberts wouldn't have overturned it, but he would have gone quite far in that direction, um, is really out of sync with what America wants and believes. I wanna say this that the Supreme Court has always understood that abortion uh, uh, inflames passions on both sides. Um, And so as a result, they've always been moderate about it. Um, When Roe was decided, the opinion was assigned to a moderate Republican who's also a doctor, um, uh, uh, Harry Blackman. Um, and then when Casey was decided, the driving force was again a moderate Republican, Sandra Day O'Connor, but now you have Alito, who is one of the greatest culture warriors on the court, um, assigned um, to write the opinion, and he clearly doesn't care about the legitimacy of the court, he doesn't care about uh, public opinion, Um, and that's not a good place for the Supreme Court to be. They always need to be mindful of the of of the awesome power that they do have
0: i hope you enjoyed today's podcast and that if so you'll leave a great review subscribe to it and share it with your friends check out my other podcast full measure after hours and now you can support independent journalism by visiting cherylackison.com and clicking the store tab There are some thought provoking and fun products designed exclusively for independent and free thinkers like you with proceeds benefiting independent reporting causes. Do your own research, make up your own mind, think for yourself.